That's what I think is going to be the end of all wars is that everyone's going to have a podcast and people are going to be so busy going on each other's podcasts. There'll be no crime. There'll be no violence. (laughs) Also, no one growing crops. But we'll just all quietly as a civilization go to sleep and uh, and the planet will die. It's Corona time. Hey, it's Corona time right now. It's Corona time. It's Corona time. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the End of All Wars podcast, <laughs> episode six. Episode I'm your host. What six? Are you going to let me get through the oh intro? Oh my gosh, yes, go. I'm your host, Gabe. And this is my <laughs> other host, Rachel. Hello. Hi. Hi. So sorry we've been gone for so long. Yes, but we've been busy not getting sick with coronavirus. As the title suggests, this episode is all about diseases and infection. It's not, actually, but... I don't even know what the title is yet at the moment. Who knows? We don't. Uh, we are ready to go. We, we have a lot to talk about today, so uh, we're going to talk about the obvious coronavirus that's shut down the world, the Bachelor finale... Uh, the new Love is Blind TV show. It's not really that new, but it's new for us. It has come out recently. Um, and then we're going to talk about, you know, some other things. Maybe, I don't know. That's probably it. And then just the move. We'll just see where this goes. Yeah, we moved. We did move. We're in a new location right now. Yeah. As you can tell, just by the audio quality, that hasn't changed. (laughs) Who knows? It may have changed. We have no clue. I don't know. Um, but we're in a we're in a home. We're in a house. We moved from an apartment to a house with a backyard where Ruby is now currently. Yes. Because she ate my brownies. She's been a bad girl this morning. Yes. Um, and it's St. Patrick's Day, so happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone who's wearing green. If you're not wearing green, pinch, pinch. I'm pinching you yeah, from green. afar. Pinched. Stop. Oh, Gabe has green on. Yeah, I'm wearing green. I don't. Yeah, I've already pinched you, though. Okay, so let's talk about that first before we get into it, because I want to talk about the origins of St. Patrick, because we talked about St. Valentine. Valentine. Yes. Okay. For Valentine's Day? Yeah. Do you remember this? It's just Valentine. Okay, well, St. Valentine. Okay, semantics. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about St. Patrick, because a lot of people don't know about him, and I think it's important to highlight him on his day of birth. Um, (laughs) Obviously, the man was uh, a saint. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then he was born a saint. Mm -hmm. You know, most people don't know that. He wore green his entire life, and that's why we we wear green to remember him. And uh, we drink beer. And I think he was Irish. So, did he like beer? Oh, we don't have any beer. To Who drink. likes beer? Oh, yeah, we do. We have plenty of beer. Okay. We have beer for days. That's all we have in this house. It's true. Why do we pinch people when they're not wearing green? Okay, so Saint Patrick, the the deviant himself, he would grow up, and people would pinch his little cheeks, and he said, "I hate this." And so <laughs> every time. That he would get his cheeks pinched, he would go around and pinch other people. <laughs> and then, whether they were wearing green or not. So, to remember him also, we pinch people. Okay. That is the story of St. Patrick. Glad that is clarified. 
Yeah. So now you know the real story. Um, or the rest of the story. Anyway. So thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning back in. We are excited to be back in our podcast studio. Uh, Which is now our living room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them where we are. It's true. Okay. Anyway. I think it's important to knock this out of the bat first. Knock knock it off the bat. Are we first. talking about coronavirus first? So. Oh, okay. So people are dying. That's the most I'm going to say about it. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the... No, let's stop. I feel like... I don't know. Currently, my job affords me the ability and the comfort to work from home, which is amazing. Yeah, Uh, they've actually are forcing you to work from home for the next 30 days. It's not technically mandatory, but at this point, it is mandatory, essentially. For 30 days. For 30 more days. And that was initiated yesterday. Yes, so... We're on day two of 30, and uh, I'm loving it so far. Loving it. Yes. Not really. Not working today, but I'm off today. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the next four weeks of not leaving this house Mm -hmm. for really any reason, uh, unless I need to... uh, You have no no, reason. No, I have no reason. I have no reason. (laughs) Uh, Unless I need to wipe my bottom, because we'll run out of toilet paper around week three, and then I'm going to resort to just using the leaves. Okay. I am. Yes. Well, I'm not going out to get toilet paper. I We're know. not leaving. I well, I have to leave. Yeah, to work because you can't work from home. I can't work from home because I work in healthcare. Ooh. Woo! <laughs> and then you're gonna get the disease, then I'm gonna get it, and then it's inevitable. It's fine. We'll just quarantine together. That's why we're quarantining now for to more weeks. Yeah. Yes. Everyone asks my take on coronavirus. Everyone? COVID-19. Uh, COVID-19. Is that what we're calling it? That's what it's called, yeah. It is. Um, I don't know. This is we. I feel like we want to try to joke about what's going on right now. Oh, I I'm think like, you have to. I, the whole world is quarantined itself. I think you have to, but it's getting a little scary It's It is serious, there. and I think what... what you know, you, you kind of see it happening in China, and then you're like, okay, well, it's it's in China, and then it comes over here, and, you know, the first confirmed case, and sports shut down, the uh, movies are down, the entertainment's down, the world is closing, and, you know, this is a pandemic, a, a legitimate pandemic, which is kind of scary. It can be, but I think you have to joke about that kind of stuff, because now you need to escape the the actual quarantine itself you know you can't even think about it I yeah think. escape the quarantine in quarantine yeah escapism is gone because you can't do you can't you, i mean you're gonna this is interesting because vod paramount whatever they're gonna release the hunt vod oh yeah so that's like they're taking it out of the theaters releasing it well they have to because all the theaters are closing yeah you can't go see it but i mean they've already postponed like mulan and everything but anyway that's another tangent but yeah i mean you're gonna stream and watch tv all day and that's that's the big thing now so yeah play board games do whatever practice social distancing yeah wash your hands don't get other people sick don't be in groups of more than 10 and don't get within six feet of each other. So follow those rules. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I know some people are annoyed. And I see a lot of people on Facebook, like, 
they're just or just anywhere where they're like annoyed that we are having to quarantine and social distance and this is all a uh, scheme from the Democratic Party to and it is yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. well it's I not we're not gonna make any statements here but I'm saying that this is not a hoax it's real yes and you should not go just wonder about just because you think it's fake or because you think you're young and you're going to be fine. You should stay at home. Chill out. Rest. Do nothing. Don't get other people sick. Yeah. That's all. And I don't know. And then I thought the other day when I was at work before we all shut down, I thought, I think I have the disease. As soon as I had a cough, I was like, I have it. <laughs> I, I have COVID-19. And that's probably why there's like lines wrapped around these drive-ins. It's wild. Coronavirus. We have these testing for We have these drive-up coronavirus testing areas in Birmingham where you just drive up in your car and someone will test you from their ca- your car. And the lines to get to those are insane. Yeah. Cuz I think that is I think people are like, "Oh, I have a slight cough or Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, not many times you get to have a birthday, have a podcast in the midst of a global pandemic. Uh, we don't know what the world is going to look like a month from now, and that's kind of scary in itself. Um, and But we're, we're excited for what happens and, you know, looking forward to this new life that we're living in right now. So, state of living. But anyway, we just moved into a home, so that's fun. I'd hate to be in a small apartment. So, that would have sucked. It's true. It's true. It's made it a little bit more doable. Yeah. Yeah. How's everyone else doing out there? Have you stocked up? I'm assuming if you don't respond that you have the the disease. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can we talk about Walmart for a second? Yeah, let's talk about it. Have any have any anyone been to Walmart? I don't know why you're asking questions because it's they, just a it's just a way to answer to yourself. It's fine. You don't have to answer aloud. I would m- ask it more if you've been to Walmart. Or... If you've been to Walmart, you know how I'm feeling right. Honestly, everywhere though, all the grocery stores, Target, Walmart, any kind Dollar of Dollar General. I don't go to those places anymore. Just use a grocery delivery service, but. <laughs> we we can recommend a few if you need some recommendations but um it is insane in the grocery stores right now one don't go because the buggies i just like i literally can feel the germs on my hands now like i never have been conscious of like touching a buggy touching anything in the stores but when we left we last week before they announced any confirmed cases in Jefferson County, but I was like, there's going to be, it's inevitable. So we went and we stockpiled because we've moved, we had no food, and I could literally feel the dirt on my hands. I was so paranoid the whole time. If you're listening and don't know what a buggy is, it's another word for a shopping cart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because some people may think, buggy, what is... It's, it's a, a shopping buggy. cart. No, it's a shopping cart. Whatever. But anyway. But 
and all the stuff is bought out. Yeah, like toilet paper's bought out, but like paper towels were bought out. All the meats were almost bought out. Canned foods. Like I was coming up with like dented cans, and Gabe was like, "Why do you have those?" And I was like, "Because they're the only thing that's left." Like poor little old people were like trying to ride around in their little scootery buggies carts you know the ones that have the scooters attached to them i'm not gonna speak on that at this time i just i remember this one little old lady was we were um in the line where the toilet paper is and she's just looking at all the empty the whole empty aisle and she was like this is insane and i was like it is and she's like if she had been almost 80 Look, at that point, she's just at home quilting her own toilet paper. She's I know, it. but if she and the, her age reusable toilet paper was like, oh, this is crazy. This is the time that you just need to re- rinse, reuse your toilet paper, baby wipes even. Stop. That is perfect. No, don't get baby wipes unless yeah. you have a baby. Okay, well. This is poor advice. No. No, it's not. Homemade. No, you can you can wipe your butt with anything. You can make homemade baby wipes, but you can't flush them. Okay, we're going on a tangent. Toilet paper runs out. What's the first thing that you you're running to to wipe your butt? Baby wipes. Leaves outside. I don't know. Car- I, cardboard. A washcloth. I don't know. Like you just wash a washcloth. Your own underwear, maybe. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Anywho. So that's uh that's that. That's the first uh bit. Yeah, but do some research. Gabe does not want me to get on the tangent of the logistics of the seriousness gonna... of this cuz it is a bummer. It is it's not But we don't want to talk about the statistics. We're not talking about the statistics. I'm just saying. There are statistics. You can look them up for yourselves. There's, Be informed. There's a website I look at every day that shows the coronavirus stats. Go ahead and plug that website, Rachel. It's, um, I mean, if you just Google coronavirus stats, but it's this world, worldometers, worldometer, worldometer. I don't know. It's it's spelled like worldometer. Dot info, but just Google coronavirus stats. But it's this website that shows you. All the daily new cases, daily new deaths, total cases. And so far at 11.41 a.m., we're up to 973 new cases in the U.S., which is the most we've had at all. And yeah, it's only 11 a.m. because people keep testing themselves. If you don't test yourselves, you don't know that you have it. Just stay inside and don't do anything. Yes. Okay. And... Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's a... A week ago, on March 10th, we had um, 200, where is it? It's okay. I know, I'm just saying that we had 290 cases in the U.S., and yesterday we closed out with 900, we closed the day yesterday with 983 cases, and at 11 a.m. today we have 973 so it's snowballing, and it's just going to get way worse from here. And everyone should just prepare yourselves a little bit. You don't have to panic. You don't have to freak out. But don't think, oh, this is nothing. And that's all we're going to say about it. That is. That's more than we wanted to say, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we may just move this to the end of the show. I don't even know. So Gabriel and I have come up with a lengthy list. Woof. 
things to help you to suggestions for us things that we've been doing yeah suggestions from us to you about how you can survive your quarantine yes so first of all go outside go outside (laughs) take a bath wash your hands take a bath outside Oh yeah, I saw a meme. Never mind. I saw a meme where it was like all the toilet paper. It's like my neighborhood kid that I hired to pick up the dog poop just realized I don't have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Because you have to go outside. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. No, if the sewer and the power shuts off, we're screwed. (laughs) Um, Because I'm not going to read a book. Um, oh, yeah. I've got two books. Yeah, you got books. We got okay. a puzzle box. Here we go. Two movies that you can watch that we've watched in our quarantine time that have been superb. Oh, I wouldn't say superb. They've been... It's it's good. They're good. They've They're good worth... movies to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Sleep was okay. one of them. Yeah, I love that one. It's uh, based off the Stephen King book, Dr. Sleep. It's a sequel, sequel? to the Shining, the Shining, kind of. It just follows uh, Danny. Not kind of. It is. Okay, yeah. Danny's old now. He's got some little special um, tele... Shining? They call it the Shining. No. He shines. Okay, but he's not. He's yeah. He's he's got special powers now. He can like his shine. Yes. Anyway, uh, there are people who hunt these children that have these special powers. Their and, shine and the shine. Yes, and they want the their. I thought it was their the myth the dust. Yeah. So pow. What did they call it? I don't remember. Called it something. It's anyway, fear, essentially. They kill these kids to get power from them to be immortal, and it's really it was it's a good movie if you like Stephen King. If you like The Shining, there's a lot of little. Anyway, it's good. Mike Flanagan directs it. I don't know if that matters to you, as in my audience. It's good. The, <laughs> it's the little there's a girl in it, a young actress. She's really good. Other movie we watched last night, Jojo Rabbit. Finally. It's on Amazon. Amazon has some great movies that you can rent. They're kind of more expensive than like your typical Redbox rental. But if you're not feeling like getting out and going to the Redbox, Amazon Prime, your rentals. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So we watched it finally last night. Very good. Very good. It's about who who made the movie? Yes. I know. You say Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi makes the movie. Um, He plays Adolf Hitler in the movie, which is kind of ironic and funny. And it's... Satirical. It's it's like the perfect... Yeah. It's about a young boy in Nazi Germany um, during the war. What war? Two. One. (laughs) One. Two. No. You don't know. I lost no, all confidence. It's the Civil War. Yes. During the Civil War. No, it's a young boy. It's World War Two, Rachel. That's what I said first, and then you looked at me like I was wrong. So then I was I like, I have to Wait, correct you now because you thought it was the Civil War. What was the Civil War? <laughs> Stop. No, this is important. What was the Civil War? It wasn't. I didn't think it was the Civil War. You, you went no, with what I, said. I was just going with it because it was so obviously incorrect. 
Civil War, war between the North and the South. Yeah, very good. That's and all I know. And the North would Don't say, say it was more. about Don't say one thing, and the South would say it's about something else. I think it's else. about slavery. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the North one. So a lot slavery. of people would disagree that I'd know. say it's about states' rights. Anyway. Whoa! Let's get into history here. Anyway, this is about a young boy in Nazi Germany. His mother is Scarlett Johansson. His father is supposedly off to war. His imaginary best friend is Adolf Hitler because he just wants to be a good Nazi. And it's kind of funny, but it's also very real. And, oh, his mother is, this is not a spoiler, his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their house. And he finds that out. And that's pretty much what the movie's about. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Sad, funny. Heartwarming. Yeah. Just all good. the feels. Just good. Kids the kid the child actors were good. Yeah. It is PG thirteen though. Not that that matters. But, but it's a good like I would recommend like my yeah. dad watching it. I bet you'd yeah. enjoy this movie. Yes. Um couple I got two books that I'm reading currently, so I'm not gonna give recommendations on the other ones. But I'm reading the haunting, um, the haunting of Hill House. You know the, the Netflix series, the Haunting of Hill House. Well, there's a book that is the inspiration. Boring. That was Boring. written in the fifties. In the Netflix show, you know, Nell. Was it Nell? Does Nell write the I book? I never saw it. She, she writes the book, um, and but that's not true. But. This, this is the actual book. It's really good so far. It's a short read, too. And I also would short recommend... Short read? What is a short reading, read? Short read's like 80 pages. Reading the books. Um, what this book is not a short read. Alice forgot. I would recommend reading... Um, any... Why can't they hear me? Oh, any Stephen King book as well. All good stuff. Those are not short reads. Those are not short reads. But I have the eleven twenty two sixty three. I also have the... What is the one that it's called? For context, I have one book on this bookshelf. And it's Life of Pi. <laughs> which I have read. But i that's the only book that I have. Uh, I also have some David Foster Wallace that I might pick up and read. But that's a little bit above my intellect right now. Yeah, it's too much. Also, Gabriel's lying. The only thing that he is going to be doing when he is not working from home is playing MLB The Show. 20. 20, the new one. Oh, also... Because the baseball season is basically done. I know. It's really rough I can't watch baseball. Uh, Stephen King's Salem's Lot is really good, too. That was going to be my other suggestion. All right, are we done talking about books? Haunting a Hill House... No, I guess not. 11, 22, 63, Salem's Lot, What Alice Forgot. That's it. All right, cool. I've been on a kick of old rom-coms on Netflix. Okay, we're past books now, which is good. I can listen. Yes. So, like, old, like, I watched Girls, uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I watched He's yeah. Just Not That Into You. Yeah. I've been watching It Takes Two, which I forgot about that movie, but it's a Mary-Kate and Ashley starring movie with yeah. Kirstie Alley. Let's not bury the lead here. You're rewatching Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, rewatching Grey's Anatomy. That's always a good thing to do. Honestly, Netflix 
Hulu, all that should be your best friend. Right Invest in stock. If you're going to put stock in them. Let's not. No. No. Put all your money in Netflix and Hulu and streaming services. But currently the stock market is crashing. So maybe But put don't. all of your money in it. <laughs> uh, I'm not an expert. Um, What else? I would say go outside, but. Well, that's the first thing I said. It's supposed to rain every day this week. Then don't go outside. Wear an umbrella. Play with your dog. Foster a dog. Adopt a dog. Yeah, but all don't, the adoption shelters are. But like, close. get the dog delivered to you. Don't go out to get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Find a dog on the street. Go to a neighbor's house. Take a dog. Take the dog out of the backyard. Yeah, and then now it's your dog. <laughs> um, some other things that we recommend is burn some candles, rearrange yeah. your shelves yeah uh okay now you donate clothes but don't take them to the donation centers where are you gonna take them just put them in your garage for the time being what don't oh you can't go out yeah 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 no i'm sure you could go out draw some pictures well now's a real good time to go to the thrift store and buy some clothes because disease is high um anyway Let's talk Bachelor. Let's talk Bachelor finale. It happened a week ago. If you've been following along with the podcast, basically, Peter sends home Victoria. I don't even know how that happened. I never saw that happen. But it doesn't matter because he's down to the final two girls. And this is what we all care about. It's Hannah Ann and it's Madison. So Madison came back. She didn't didn't care enough about her morals but she did (laughs) stop (laughs) no no she left the show but she didn't she came back she got her rose she's in the final two with hannah ann yes uh i don't really care i mean long story short yeah we're not gonna talk about the whole episode they're having their little dates before their final rose ceremony madison decides to leave peter keeps going on goes on his little date with hannah ann doesn't tell hannah ann madison's left and then ultimately proposes to hannah ann which barb was very peter's mom barb if you're not aware who barb is was very excited about this she loved hannah ann an uncomfortable amount i mean it's a little concerning. Yeah. It is a meme at this point how much she loves Hannah Ann. Yeah. She said that Hannah Ann was an angel yeah. from God, an angel from above, something. It's, when Hannah Ann met Peter's parents, it went well. And she said all the right things. It felt very rehearsed. It felt very practiced. She knew what she wanted to say. She even said before, she's like, I I really just only want them to know how much I love Peter, their son. And that's all she said. It's like, I love Peter. I love Peter. Like, say something else. Which his mom loved that, though. Yes. So that's all that she's concerned about is if someone loves her son. Yes. Which Mad- is smart. Madison, on the other hand, they were coming off of a very tough last date where she almost went home. And so they had a lot to talk about before they could go in and meet Peter's parents because they hadn't had a conversation yet. This is in Australia, by the way. They are... On the other side of the world, Peter's parents, because Peter was already there. Yes. And so, Madison talks to Peter's parents, can't give 
Barb the confidence that she is infatuated with her son like yeah. Hannah Ann did yeah. and said that she wasn't she, even yeah. sure she would accept, accept a proposal, proposal. which yeah. is fine because she had said that to Peter. She said, I don't know if finding out, which in real life, this is a very normal thing. If you found out that the guy you were dating was having sexual relations with another woman a week before he was set to propose to you, you might pump the brakes on accepting an engagement. But nobody can understand that. Yeah, in this family. The big thing we want to talk about, though, is the live uh, show. Which, did you watch it? The live? I didn't watch it live. The after? I, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what everyone is talking about. No, Well, I guess a lot of people are talking about when Hannah Ann got to talk to Peter. It's five weeks after their break. Oh, they broke up. I forgot that part. Oof. They show a little. We just skipped a lot. They show okay. a little classic Bachelor. Oh, uh, we're done with filming. We're at the live show, but wait, we have something to show you. Something that's happened between now and then, and they show us about five weeks earlier. Peter and Hannah Ann had gotten together for their one of their little weekend get-togethers that they do post-production. And it was really the first time they saw each other in like a month, yeah, yeah, since the proposal. And Peter's struggling because he's in love with Madison and she's gone, and he just doesn't know if he can fully commit to Hannah Ann right now. And so they break up, and Hannah Ann is very blindsided by it, which I felt felt that with her. Like, I was kind of over Peter too at that moment, like. Because yeah. he did not have to propose to Hannah Ann. And that was her big argument was, you, one, robbed me of my first engagement. I will never get this moment back ever again. And you did not have to propose to me. You told me that you were in love with me, that I was the one for you. You, I had your heart 100%. And obviously, she did not. Yeah, and... You know, I think Peter was forced into it a little bit, you know, maybe by his parents wanting him to, because they, they told him outright, like, please marry Hannah Ann. Yeah, I mean, you could see on Barb's face, like, when they, after he'd proposed and they had him go in by himself um, to talk to his family, and they're all sitting there and Barb's like, well, well, who is it? Who'd you pick? Who'd you propose to? And you could just tell on her face that if he was going to say Madison, she was in Maybe such... Maybe gonna walk out. She was in such yeah. distress. And yeah. then she has a complete emotional breakdown when he says Hannah Ann. Yeah. Because I think that the way Peter was talking and leading up to it, saying like, I know that whoever I picked, y'all would support me. It, it seemed like he was gonna say Madison. Yeah. And so... You could just see on her face she was not having it. And maybe, and this is kind of deep that I just thought about, but maybe that's, like, he said that, not as a way to maybe build suspense. Obviously, he did it intentionally, but that is what he truly wanted to do. That's what he wanted to say. That's He, he wanted to say that, and he wanted to say Madison at the very end. Mm-hmm. And I think he knew, like, his parents wouldn't like that, and his family wouldn't like it, his brother or 
you know, whatever. Yeah, which that whole situation, that's so weird. Yeah. It's really weird. But he me. wanted to say Madison at the end. Of, like, he like he would have said that either way. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to say Madison at the very end of it. He loved Madison. He loved her. Yeah. But he's engaged to Hannah Ann. They ultimately break up because Peter was not, he should never have proposed to Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann's upset because she realizes that. And it kind of makes Peter look bad that, yeah, you should have never done that. You should have never led her along. And that's what her whole argument was, was you only proposed to me because you were afraid that I was going to leave and you would be stuck with nobody. Yeah. And that was true. So we moved to the live show. Um, We're at the live show. Hannah comes out. Um, She is talking to Peter. Pretty much lets him have it. It was really good. Like, if you could YouTube that, I think they have just a clip of her laying into him. Um, She tells him that he needs to become a man before he can truly love a woman. And, and, And Barb is, like, applauding. Like, they have a just little square screen split screen right on her face yes the barb cam the whole time during the live show and she is just during the breakup rolling her eyes looking so disappointed at peter when hannah ann is laying into him and just making him feel like the most horrible person in the whole wide world she is initiating i saw an interview with chris harrison where he said that Barb was actually initiating the applause for Hannah Ann. She is like enthusiastically applauding her for saying all these horrible things to her son. So that was first, the first awkward moment with Barb of the night. And then they show that Chris Harrison had went to Auburn and visited Madison to let Madison know that Peter and Hannah Ann broke up. And, and if you're Madison and you get a visit from Chris Harrison, don't you think it's probably like, hey, do you want to be the next Bachelorette? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, uh, Peter's actually single. Do you still love him? Yeah. And that's what it was. Do you still love Peter? I think Peter still loves you. I think you were a big part of why he broke up with Hannah Ann. Let's go to L.A. So they fly to L.A. And uh, act like they're surprising Pete. I don't know how that was. It was literally said. Peter's like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was expecting Chris Harrison, I think, is what he said. Maybe. So. so, they talk. They confess their love for each other. And that was it. And then they bring Madison out on stage on the live after the show ceremony. And that's the first time they'd saw each other until that point. Yeah. It was kind of awkward between them. I feel like the body language was a little awkward. Yeah, considering that, you know, spoiler alert, they're no longer together. Mm -hmm. And this was announced like two days after the finale. Yeah. If not a day after. Yes. They obviously were not, they knew that it probably wouldn't work out. They didn't want to give anyone a false hope. Uh, But Peter, and Peter was like trying to stick up for himself against his own mother. Like, hey... Like, this is someone who I think I want to be with yeah, or something so like that. Yeah, that's what we're getting yeah. ahead. So, Madison comes out on the live stage, and, you know, there's talking to Madison. Chris Harrison is. They both admit they still are in love with each other. They don't know where it's going to go. Peter says he just wants to take it one step at a time. You know, we'll see where it goes. 
And then they asked Barb what she's feeling about the situation. So they panned Barb in the audience, and she just... It just didn't get better. Oh, it was so bad. She first... she It started out like, oh, this is a little weird, and then ended horribly. But she talks about how when they met Madison at the final episode, when Madison and Peter were having their very in-depth conversation about whether Madison was even going to hang out anymore, she may dip out. Madison had them wait for three hours, and she didn't embrace them like Hannah Ann did. And when I asked her if she was madly in love with my son, she couldn't say yes, and she didn't know if she would accept a proposal, and all the reasons why she didn't like Madison. Um, and Madison was very, I feel like, took it and was graceful. She said, I'll never say any negative words about Peter's family. Yeah, and she was trying to be true to herself the whole time. And Yeah, and then Barb just keeps on, keeps on going until she says that th- that it's just Peter's going to have to fail before he can succeed and that they know and his brother knows and all his friends know that it will never work out with Madison. Probably because she didn't approve of his line dancing. <laughs> yeah. His <laughs> out till 2 a.m. I'm just like, come on. Yes. And that, you know, causes the audience to just erupt in a big old boo, boo barb. Yeah. And then she looks at her husband and in Spanish says to him, which they have her mic'd up, so they have this... They, like, upped the volume on her Spanish speaking. And she says in Spanish to her husband, help me say something bad or say something more. They don't know if they said say something moss or say something mall. So, it's just not looking good for Barb. I need, a, I need a reality TV show just around this woman and her relationship with her son. Because this is the family now that I think should replace the Kardashians. Just based on this one live show. Because I know how strong this relationship is. And I want more of it. I want more overbearing Barb in my life. Because she needs to let go of her son who lives at home with her. Like, Mm -hmm. And I don't even think she remembered who the girl was with Peter at their own, like... Valor renewal from day one, the from very one. first one-on-one date. Was it was Madison. Madison. <laughs> That's what got me. I was like, this girl. When I saw that episode, when we talked about it on this podcast, that girl was the one who we thought should be with Peter at the end. Yeah, and I felt like Peter thought that too. She was at the Val renewal. She caught Barb's bouquet. She, Barb and her had this little one-on-one sweet moment. I don't know. Barb her- said he she really liked Madison a lot, and. He, and I think just keeping her waiting those three hours in Australia just pushed her over the edge oh, and, and was like, how dare you? And I'm like, this is not your show, Barb. This is not about you. She just doesn't have her son's back. Like, that's what, and that's what we were saying. Like, you can think that Barb can think these things all day long. She can be in love with Hannah Ann and she can hate Madison and she can think that they are not good at all. Madison and Peter not meant to be you can think that right and you might could even say that to Peter in like the privacy of your own home yeah. but to come out on national television on a live not edited I don't know she's I don't know. it was rough guys rough 
And then that was it. They brought out Claire Crawley, who's going to be the Bachelorette, and <laughs> had five film... seconds to talk to her. Yeah. And then it ended, and then Peter and Madison announced that they are not together two days later. Yeah. And now I don't dislike Claire, okay? But we wish Claire the best, but this is a great segue into what is now the hit TV show. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. I'm sure everyone's already binge-watched the whole season. <laughs> We're about on episode five or six. If you don't know what it is, basically they take uh, a bunch of single women and single men and they put them in these pods together as a somewhat of a science experiment. They test, is love actually blind? Yeah, so these people never see each other. They don't know their age. Well, I think they can find out their age, but it's all different ages. They never see each other. They just have conversations. And I saw something where it said they would be in the pods for like 16 hours a day talking to different people. And they just talk about their lives. And they try to see, can love be blind? Can you develop an emotional bond without ever seeing or... Yeah, I guess it's just seeing the person and everyone gets yeah. engaged. Yeah. And it's it's difficult, uh not difficult, but it's the whole point of it is to not try to, you know, put a face with the voice or put a image with the voice because you're not supposed to ask questions about what you're like physical appearance like yeah. what how much do you weigh or like, you know, what are what color is your eyes, your hair, whatever. It's just like None of that stuff that you would normally be attracted to is all thrown out. So it's interesting. It is, and there are some connections made. Uh, we are, like I said, we're we're not fully into it, but basically, you talk to somebody. The whole thing starts with about four weeks, five weeks, five weeks until you get married, uh, and so the wedding date for everyone is the same. And it is five weeks away once you start. Yeah, the progression of your relationship, though, is different. So there was one couple who got engaged after, what, six days or something like that of being in the pods. And they are, like, solid. And then there's some that they were in the pods for a week, two weeks. But they all, not everyone. You'll see some people at the beginning of the episodes that you never see again. I don't know what happened to those people. I guess they just leave if they feel like they're not making a connection. But if people are making connections, they get engaged with never, and you get engaged never seeing this person. You don't see the person until the next day after yeah. you've been engaged. You only get to see them if you propose and they accept the proposal. Yes. Um, so it's interesting. It's a good show. It's very entertaining. Um, we are about ready to leave Paradise, which is Mexico. Yeah, they send them all to Mexico yeah, after their... Two, one week stay, two weeks stay, Something one and a half. Like Something like 10 days maybe but anyway uh we just left the show with jessica taking her ring off and jessica is the girl i mentioned earlier but she's one of the older women on the show she's not old but she is older yes she's 34 36 i think mark's 24 so mark her fiance loves her with a passionate desire of a 24 year old and she's just not physically attracted to him. Yeah, she was really... So she made two connections while she was in the pods. One with Mark and one with a guy named Barnett. 
Barnett said, guess what, Jessica? I'm not feeling it with you. So Jessica went to Mark, and they fell in love. She accepted a, a proposal from him, knowing that he was 24, knowing that it could be a little bit awkward. And then they see each other, and she's not physically attracted to him. And it's really throwing her for a loop. Yeah. So they never have physical intimacy on their honeymoon all the other couples are she's comparing herself to the other couples who tell her that they've been intimate already it's not even their honeymoon though it's yeah. it's it's not a honeymoon yeah, they're not, it's not married a but it's their first times being with each other seeing each other physically it's essentially a honeymoon but whatever it's not a honeymoon after a wedding so semantics it's your first time being with this person right so some of the couples are just like gung-ho ready to go jumping in on it yeah let's see if the physical connection is there because the emotional one is yes and some it is some we don't know yet um i think jessica will maybe end up with mark because she wants to just push through and that's gonna be a poor decision i think she'll end up getting married to him and then it'll get in the divorce that's my opinion that's what i think is gonna happen yeah but what what makes it like because I think Mark will talk her into it. Yeah. But what makes it worse, though, is all the couples in Mexico are all there together. And they have, like, little mixers with all the couples. And so Jessica is having to see Barnett now. The guy that she also was really feeling in the pods. And she is more physically attracted to Barnett. Yeah. Like, this is the type of person that I would normally normally go for. And that is the antithesis of the show. Because Barnett is not the guy that she wants. Yeah, Barnett. Emotionally. Yeah, Barnett and Jessica are <laughs> totally not compatible. Yeah, but... It's a very weird show. It's very Black Mirror. It is Black Mirror-esque. Mm, it is. But we love that. That's what we said. Like, what if you make an emotional connection with a person? You know, they yeah. edit it like, you see the guy talking to a wall. You see the girl talking to a wall. They have, like, this weird, like, crystal-y wall between them. And then we're like, what if... It's not even that person. They just yeah. edit it all together. What if they, like, fall in love with a computer? Yeah. What, was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's all computer-generated conversation? A just a robot. Just uh, someone with a voice. Anyway, um, it, what was interesting to me is that there's only one, and you could say Mark's maybe, like, Puerto Rican or because he even says, like, Hispanic, but there's only one interracial couple in the whole thing. Which yeah, is interesting. That's and, true. And, you know, they they make a point about it. They say, like, well, he's white. I typically date black people. But they have the strongest connection, I feel like. One of. They do. Um, on the whole show. And it's it's really, uh, it's cool to see. And because they probably wouldn't have ever met. And, that, and you can really feel like they're in love. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's because that's her, like, the, what's her name? Lauren? Yeah. Lauren is African-American, and she says she has never dated white guys, and she's actually kind of concerned going to meet her parents that they are going to be maybe upset with her for bringing home a white guy. So, it's just, it is interesting to see, but it's interesting how, without seeing each other, all the couples kind of coupled off, not interracially either. Yeah. Like white couples with white couples, African American couples. Yeah. I guess um, Gianina, whatever her name is. Yeah, Giannini. Giannini. 
Giannini. That's her name. <laughs> I think it's Giannina. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm about to look it up. Anyway. So that'll be fun to see. What else, guys? Let's do a couple riddles that you can uh, throw in the middle. It is Giannina. I'm sorry. Giannini. But he just calls her G. Giannini. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm... Oh, no. Don't. Don't. Sorry. Spoilers. I didn't see it. Um. Anyway. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The End of All Wars. It's been a real blast. It has been. We've missed you. Yes. Promise there will be weekly episodes from here on out because one... We have no, we have nothing else to do. <laughs> there might be daily episodes. <laughs> Who knows? We could make we it can, a daily. We could make it a. I was gonna say bi-weekly, but that's not right. It's already twice weekly. We're not gonna promise anything, but yeah. you may see more than weekly episodes. Yeah, put us on your calendar and listen. Oh yeah, recommendation is to listen to this podcast. Oh yeah, and oh my gosh, what why are we, we talking why did we about? Say that? Tell your friends. Yeah, you got nothing else to do, and we know that you're listening if you're listening, so we yeah. don't, I don't know. If you don't invite a friend to listen to our podcast, then are you really... Then St. Patrick will come out of the grave, if he's dead, <laughs> I don't even know, and he will pinch you. Pinch you. Right no, here. No, don't pinch me. Okay. Bye. Stop doing that. Just say goodbye. Just give him a little kiss. No, that's it's the really, only safe no. kisses that we can give right now. <laughs> I haven't kissed my wife in four days. <laughs> it's corona time. All right, goodbye. Bye. Take a bath. Wash your hands. Take a bath outside. <laughs>